Hey, this is Emlyn from Emlyn in the Mix. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Emlyn in the Mix, today for more audio, mixing, unboxings, reveals, awesome equipment, audio technology. What more could you want? Emlyn in the Mix on YouTube. Subscribe today. All right, hey guys, welcome back to the Emlyn in the Mix podcast. We have got a very special podcast for you today because we have an awesome feature product. It's brand new hardware from the team at IK Multimedia. It is, of course, the Uno Synth Pro, which we're going to do a really just a nice deep dive into some of the sound and uh, some of the sound sculpting capabilities of this. Now, if you've come to this and you're watching it on YouTube because we are recording it on video and you just want to watch about the Unisynth Pro uh, desktop edition, which is the one we're looking at today, then you can skip, of course, to the end of this video. But if you are a regular to the podcast, you know the drill. We're going to go through some of the cool news that's happened in the last week. And even if you're, you know, you have just come to check out the Uno Synth Pro desktop, definitely stick around because some of this news is pretty interesting as always, as we do on Emlyn in the mix. Welcome back to my regular listeners. Thank you so much for joining me on a weekly basis. Absolutely love doing this podcast for you guys. And for you new listeners out there, this podcast is essentially just music technology, audio technology, software and hardware for your studio needs. If that's what you like, if that's what you love or you have a passion for, or you want to be in inspired to create awesome music then you've come to the right place for this podcast my name of course is emlyn and that's hence why it's called emlyn in the mix it isn't a narcissistic podcast all about myself though however this podcast is purely designed to help you guys find cool gear or even just get inspiration maybe not necessarily wanting you to go out and spend heaps of money or waste your money but more just you know find the things that will work for you and on that note and of course i'm rambling but that is what this podcast is about on that note, I do have to say that with me in particular, my studio is pretty modular. Like it sort of evolves and changes over time. And I'm sure a lot of my listeners and a lot of music creators and, you know, uh, I was going to come up with make up a word just then. I don't know what that was, but you find pieces of gear that actually work for you and pieces of gear that don't work for you or don't perhaps speed up your workflow or whatever. So it is nice to sort of evolve over time, not being stuck with the same things and being able to create new things because how do we progress how do we move into the future with uh, music technology and audio technology without actually experiencing some of the new stuff that's coming out so anyway i digress this is what this podcast is about and i love doing it so let's get stuck straight into some of the new news and this new one uh here comes to us from focus right they're the creators of the claret series which is a pre-amplifier and audio interface for your computer and these guys they've just uh, announced the release of Clarity Plus now these guys look exactly the same as the Claret range I can't really see much of a difference in terms of color hues and design they look almost they just look identical to be real with you but on the back end, they're claiming to have some uh, improvements. So I'm just going to read you what that says here. So uh, the Focusrite Clarity Range Clarity Plus 
is our new range of premium quality USB audio interfaces for PC and Mac, which builds on the strengths of the previous Claret ranges with improved converters and professional quality mic preamps. Claret Plus 2 Pre, 4 Pre, and 8 Pre inspire producers, engineers, and artists to make their best music. So from looking at this, I can see that perhaps the improvements are definitely on the back end with the converters and professional quality mic preamps. Although I do have to say, I use a Claret at work and damn, those, those preamps are pretty good actually. So I'm not entirely sure how much more they could improve upon that. The only thing I can see in terms of a physical sort of update, just looking from these pictures, is perhaps the uh, color of the knobs, uh, which seem to be a darker sort of gray color. That may be wrong on that. Uh, so the ultimate recording preamp, Claret Plus interface uh, features professional quality mic preamps, which have very high headroom, low distortion, ultra low noise. So exceptionally pure recordings can be captured to achieve a professional sound, whether making guitars, recording vocals, or tracking drums. Now I say this every week, I do not get any kickback from these companies. I purely just read out audio equipment that I love, or I think is very good. And I have used the Claret series before, and that's why I wanted to give there's a mention and also i wanted to mention this because if you were in the market for looking for an audio interface and let's say that the focusrite claret series was on your list of uh, potential audio interfaces to get then i would definitely if you're at your music store i'd definitely be asking for the claret plus do not purchase the current claret if the case is that the claret Plus is essentially just an upgraded newer version with, you know, better preamps and better sounding uh, converters, then you want to get this newer model. All right, so all analog air, all analog air with impotent switching and relay control brings clarity and presence and makes vocals shine by emulating the ISA 10 mic preamp from the classic Focusrite Studio console. Yes, that's right. And if you're looking on the video there, you got a nice big picture of the two pre there. It does look like, yeah, it does look like the monitor knob and headphone uh, knob there is a darker gray color. Anyway, check that out. Just wanted to give that a mention. They do have, even on the previous models, they have quality mic preamps. They sound so good, the Focusrite. I used to have a, uh, I had a Focusrite preamp. I can't remember the model that I had. I think it was a, oh, it was a twin track, twin track pro and that had a nice sort of tube uh it wasn't an emulation it was actual tube amplification very nice sound indeed focus right very good english company making quality hardware all right let's move along to our next piece of news this might be controversial for some because we did mention these guys on the channel or on the emlin in the mix podcast a few weeks ago with the release of their 808 bomber jacket it is of course roland and roland lifestyle which is one of their brands which is essentially a clothing brand a merch brand or whatever you want to call it maybe a cash grab brand because gosh that bomb that bomber jacket we spoke about the 808 bomber jacket as a celebration for 808 day which is just a made-up day now at this point 
is uh, celebrating Roland. And look, I'm not hating on Roland. I love Roland. I love what they do. And in fact, I've even got some of this Roland merch. I think it looks really cool. But the prices on some of these things is absurd. Now, you are buying limited edition. And yes, there are people out there that have this kind of money because the 808 jacket actually sold out despite my... (laughs) Not that I would have changed many people's opinions. It did look very... It looked sexy. I know I'm going a little bit back on myself. I said the design was a bit weird, but some of the quality of that jacket looked really good. Now they've released the TR909 to celebrate 909 Day. Now, uh, being that we're Emlyn in the mix, did I even mention what episode we're on? Episode 35 at the moment, season 2. It is currently the 11th of the night, so we're actually a couple of days after 909 Day. However, the Roland 909 jacket has now dropped to celebrate 909 Day. And the price is about nearly half the price of the 808 jacket, $499 and $9 US dollars, 909 You see what they did there. Yes, very clever. 909 jacket. Okay, let me just read a little bit about it here for you. So within the realms of house and techno, it's almost certain that the Roland TR909 has powered more tracks and live performances than any other drum machine. 909 day, September 9 is for everyone who loves dance music. Whether you're at an optional, sorry, whether you're at an open air festival, an underground club, or in the depths of the studio, cooking up the sounds of tomorrow, the Back of the jacket reads hybrid analog digital drum machine bass drum snare low tom mid tom high tom rim shot hand clap closed open hi-hats crash ride and symbol 96 rhythm patterns with memory 48 patterns in each of two banks 11 sound sources combing pcm and analog waveforms That's pretty nice. I actually have to say, I'm just looking at the jacket here now, and you can probably see that if you're watching it on YouTube here. I have to say I like the design better than the 808 jacket. I prefer this. It doesn't have that sort of, uh, I don't know, the other one looks a bit like a Ferrari symbol or something. But this is nice because this is a a true homage to the TR-909 rhythm composer. It's got the little drum pads. I like that. Uh, And then it's got some writing down below it. Uh, 96 rhythm patterns with memory. 48 patterns in each of two banks, 11 sound sources. Combing, I just said this before, but this is what's written on the jacket. So Roland Corporation established 1972 Osaka, Japan. And the front of the jacket reads Roland Rhythm Composer. Left shoulder of the jacket reads TR-909-1983. The right end of the sleeve reads Transistor Rhythm Jacket Features. Are made from rich satin. Design elements made of heavy embroidery, ribbed, cuffed collar, ribbed, waist, band, and snap closure. Now, again, I did say at the start of this podcast, I'm not here to try and, you know, uh, I guess, lure you to wanting to get these crazy items and of course this is an expensive and look this is an expensive item you know i i consider spending anything more than even 150 or 200 dollars on a jacket is is expensive to me okay that's just my reality on this situation so when we're getting to the point of 500 dollars or in the case of the 808 jacket 900 dollars you are speaking out of my realm of reality now as i said before there are people that obviously have this kind of money and they want this jacket i do have to say i do love the design of this jacket and if you're looking again on the video there you can see it 
I don't, however, like the color white. I really don't. And that would be the only thing that's putting me off on this jacket and, of course, the price. Uh, but if you like white and you like this design, there you go. Roland releasing merch now. I mean, let's be real, guys. I would much prefer to purchase an actual Roland piece of audio gear than this jacket. But, hey... I'm not here to judge. I'm just showing you the funny things that are happening in the world of music and audio technology. And why not celebrate 909 Day? Any excuse, hey, to celebrate audio technology. All right, this next one, this is a funny piece of news. Uh, and I included it in the podcast just because of the laugh factor. Hope it gives you guys some lols. So what is going on here? This comes to us, by the way, from djtechtools.com. Check out DJ Tech Tools for all of your awesome DJ and music technology news. They're pretty cool. Uh, hailing from San Francisco, California. Love their work. All right. So wondering what Pioneer Pro Audio has been up to during the pandemic when sales of high-end speaker install systems have likely some slumped due to venues and festivals being sidelined for a year. Turns out they've put some of their energy into an incredibly charismatic mission to space for everyone's for everyone who's spent a year in Zoom meetings. So as a nod to the slow return of in-person events, they've recorded the phrase "You're on mute." in English, French, Italian, German, and Spanish, and played it on repeat through one of its XY2 loudspeakers. And then, of course, they sent it to space. This is absolutely hilarious. I'm going to play the video back, obviously, on the podcast. It may sound a bit weird, but have a listen because, obviously, it's playing through one of these awesome speakers built by Pioneer and saying the words you're on mute in five or several different languages. Uh, But as it goes higher into space, you'll hear, because obviously there's less atmosphere, uh, less oxygen, less uh, just space. There's no space, like no sound in space. Sorry, I don't know what I'm saying. But more or less the sound of the speaker becomes less and less because there's nothing for the particles to transmit sound or whatever. So it's very interesting, dude. I'll play this video back here for you. Hopefully it makes sense on the podcast. Here we go. So you're on mute is being said by the speaker. So the balloon is taking the speaker up higher and higher in space. See, now you can barely hear the speaker as it gets higher and higher into the atmosphere. And now basically it's in space. And there's no sound in space. So essentially, you're on mute becomes a real thing. Now, what's amazing is this speaker, speaker actually, the balloon burst and the speaker hurtled back to Earth at 250 miles per hour and it survived minus 60 degrees up in space. Now, fortunately, no one was hurt. It had a parachute, it landed safely back on the ground and just a really funny thing that Pioneer did. I really love this. Uh, you can, If you're watching the video still here on the podcast, you can actually see it hurtling back to space. It starts spinning and it starts going, you know, kind of out of control. 
Sayonara, you're a mute. This is just so funny, guys. If you get a chance to check this video out, or if you want to, head over to Emlyn in the mix on YouTube right now. Watch the latest uh, podcast video here. You'll see it pop up. And we're just watching it come down here. Hits a tree as it comes down. Wow. <laughs> Nothing was hurt except for the tree, of course. I think the tree lost the branch. It actually landed really well intact. So, so there you go. There's Pioneer having a bit of fun, professional audio. Obviously, the industry has been hurt massively during this pandemic. And it's good to see, you know, uh, a bit of creativity and just a bit of almost sort of like a protest, I guess you could say. Well done, Pioneer Professional Audio protesting the uh i guess the you know the lockdowns and pandemic and music being put on hold who isn't you know like as a musician myself i really cannot wait for everything to go back to i guess normal or the new normal or whatever it's going to become all right cool let's move on to our next piece of news and we did speak about this not that long ago although this was a, it was a different model this is a really interesting technology it seems to be taking off especially during the pandemic and people living closer together and that sort of thing. And it's a very excellent, in my opinion, seems like a very excellent piece of equipment that I definitely need to get my hands on at some stage and check out. And that is, of course, the Sony neckband speaker. What is a Sony neckband speaker? So again, I said we spoke about this a few podcasts ago when it came to my attention, I thought it was very interesting new sort of audio technology. Now, they've just released a new model. It's the SRS MB10, and it just sort of looks a bit thinner and lighter, uh, and according to the website, they're saying that. It comes in two colors, black and white. Now, what is it good for? So, let me just read some of the product highlights here. So, packed with technology to work from home with dedicated mute volume and power buttons, crafted from premium materials to be comfortable and lightweight, excellent sound quality from a full range upward facing speaker unit speak and be heard with precise voice pickup technology integrated mute button for ease of use during work calls up to 20 hours of battery life with USB-C quick charging connect to multiple devices at once with multi-point connection that's cool is easily connect to your devices via Bluetooth 2 and what is Bluetooth 2 actually I just I just saw that for the first time. I Maybe it's a better technology of Bluetooth. And IPX4 splash resistant design. So it is a neck band speaker. And the thing that's cool about this is that, you know, you don't have to, without waking everybody up or annoying people with your massive surround sound speaker, you just literally have this around your neck. And it's cool because it allows you to still be able to hear the ambience around you because obviously you don't have headphones on. You're not totally closed off from the world with headphones, but you got the sound going directionally just straight up into your ears. And I, I think this is a new way to experience sound. And from the reviews of the previous model, not this model because this is brand new, it's only literally just come out, but from the reviews from the previous model, it was getting really banger reviews, really good reviews. And they're claiming obviously sound quality very good, but the reviews says it all because they were saying the sound quality is great. There's one guy who plays it with his PlayStation and you know he can play his games without upsetting or you know waking up the baby or whatever it is. This just allows for direct sound to your ears without sort of the sound going everywhere, but you get a high quality sound. 
And yeah, this is the new model. So it might be worth checking out. If that's something you want to get, or if you're doing Zoom meetings a lot, you're working from home, I could see the real benefit of this neckband speaker. Does it look poxy? Does it look a bit weird? Sure. It, it doesn't look the greatest. It kind of looks like you're wearing one of those... Um, what do you call them? Those door socks around your neck. <laughs> Although it is a, a lot smaller and, and a lot lighter, of course, comfortable and lightweight. They're claiming here you don't even feel it or you don't notice it around your neck, but definitely something to look out for. And perhaps they'll work out how to make them look a little bit better looking. You know, there's a guy on his couch watching TV, he's got it around his neck. It doesn't look all that bad. Maybe if they can make them smaller so they're less you know, able to be seen, uh, something like that. I think it's a cool idea. And the fact that there's a new model already is kind of surprising. So there must be a market for it. That's the SRS MB10 neckband speaker from Sony. All right, our last piece of news before we get to our main feature. And if you've stuck along the whole way, it's because you love my podcast. You love hearing all the cool news that I talk about. And we're about to get into our feature of the Unisynth Pro desktop, which I have right here in front of me. You can't see on the camera yet, but you will see shortly. This last piece of news before we get to our feature is, of course, coming to us from Teenage Engineering. And they just recently uh, sent out an email saying their pocket operator modulars are now back in stock. Now, I have heard about these before. I've never really covered them on the channel. And I thought, you know, why not? Let's talk about them now because I thought they're kind of interesting. I will say a precursor here that I don't think they're necessarily for someone like me, but I'm sure some of my listeners would enjoy uh, tinkering around with this because one of the good things about these is they teach you quite a bit about synthesis because they allow you to be able to sort of build or put together these, uh, well, you actually do build them and put them together and then you get to play with them. So if you're a sound designer or a musician or you just want to create funky, weird sounds, this is definitely for you and if you like crafting things if you're like an ikea lover <laughs> ikea lover i don't know if that's probably is people out there that love ikea but if you like putting things together and that's where i fall short i'm not a necessarily I, i'd rather just be working on music not necessarily tinkering with the things that make the music that's just me though some people actually like building things from the ground up that help them create their sound or their music make something unique and this this will definitely suffice in that area now there's three models i wanted to just quickly go over them so you got the pom 16 which is a standalone keyboard with individual tunable keys and a programmable step sequencer so this unit is designed to send cv gate midi and po sync to control the 400 or other synthesis and these signals do not make sound so just keep that in mind that's literally just a controller actually but i'm sure you could connect this to if you had like the pocket operator i just got one here actually i can show you on the uh you know if you got one of these the pocket operator and you'll see that on the camera there. Uh, they they have CV. Uh, oh, no, maybe they don't, actually. They might. No, I'm pretty sure they have CV. So they can receive and send messages such as MIDI and so forth. Anyway, you could control something like that. Uh, now, this is powder-coated, aluminum chassis, keyboard and sequencer, stores up the 64 patterns, battery power options. Now, if you wanted something that actually has sounds, the next one is the POM, POM-170. So, this is a home-build analog monophonic synthesizer. So, this would be sort of like your MS-20s or something like that. With built-in programmable sequencer, complete kit with powder-coated chassis, keyboard, oscillator, filter, envelope, LFO, VCA, speaker box, power distro, power pack, a screwdriver, eight patch cables, and an illustrated build guide. I just 
realize I'm speaking so damn fast. And that's because I had a coffee this morning. So what do you expect? Powder-coated aluminum chassis, keyboard and sequencer, analog oscillator, onboard speaker, and battery power option. That is freaking cool that it has battery power. I love that. In fact, they all have battery power options. And I just think that's really cool. You can just go sit down in the lawn and you know play with your modular synthesizer. Who would have thought, hey? So the next one is the big granddaddy here. You can see if you're looking on the video uh, of this podcast, the POM 400, which is an analog synthesizer with three oscillators, noise random generator, two envelope, two VCAs, LFOs, filter, mixer, speaker box, power back, and a 1 to 16 step sequencer, complete kit with powder coated chassis, 16 modules. Wow, it comes with 16 modules, pretty cool. 15 patch cables, screwdrivers, and an illustrator build guide. So you get the powder coated aluminum chassis, sequencer, three oscillators, onboard speaker, battery powered option. Now, I have some of the teenage engineering gear. It is high quality uh, to say the least. And this would be no exception. You know it's going to be good. The, the fact that it has the built in speakers so you can hear it's battery powered, you can just. This is just awesome. I love this concept. I love the idea of, you know, being able to be mobile and playing with these things. You can see the kit here if you're having a look again on the video. And here's some of the sound demos. Uh, let's have a listen to a, a playful multi-track demo. Here we go. This is going to play for us. And then let's have a quick listen to powerful noise coming all from these little modulated things, pure analog sound. indeed so you can hear if you're like you're a sound designer or you just want to mess around with sound you're gonna love this there's people that absolutely love this sort of thing build quality looks amazing you like tinkering building I, that's why i wanted to talk about these teenage engineering making some really quality really interesting and innovative products of course all right now it is time for our feature and that is, of course, this is so exciting. Finally, the day has come. It's the UnoSynth Pro or the UnoSynth Desktop. All right, so here it is. We have the UnoSynth Pro Desktop Edition. I have it in front of me right here. You'll be able to see if you're watching this on YouTube. And if you've come to this section, well, that's what you came here for. You saw in the title of this podcast, this is our feature today. Finally arrived. Thank you to the team at Sound of Music and, of course, IK Multimedia for hooking me up with this thing. I've been waiting so long. We had to wait a little bit extra here in Australia. And I believe it had something to do. And I, this is my rumor, by the way. I have no idea if this is true. The Suez, I blame it on the Suez Canal issue we had at the beginning of this year with the ship getting stuck there and stopping all of the packages and parcels getting through to the rest of the world. Hey, look, maybe it's true. Maybe that is the actual reason why these things took so freaking long to come to Australia. But anyway, nonetheless, it is here. We are recording and we're going to show this thing off for you. Just check in there that we're recording in the background. All right, excellent. So let me just read a little bit about what is the UnoSynth 
Pro desktop. What makes it different from the Uno Synth? Because we've looked at the Uno Synth in the past. Well, I can tell you guys, I loved the Uno Synth, by the way, but this is. I'm going to give you my opinion straight up, actually, and then we're going to play and have a listen to it. But I feel like this is what the Uno Synth was meant to be. Like this, the Uno Synth was awesome, but this is like everything you wanted the Uno Synth to be. And of course, this is more than just uh, an Uno Synth now because it's actually a Polysynth. There's actually, you know, three different uh, oscillators going and a noise generator. So anyway, let me just read a little bit about what the Uno Synth Pro, and this is the desktop edition. There is two models. We're going to talk about that as well. So the Uno Synth Pro gives you the power to create nearly any analog synth sound you can imagine with its unique dual filter, three oscillator, paraphonic design, 256 presets, 64 step sequencer, studio great effects, expanded connections, and much more. Unisynth Pro breaks new ground for music makers, available in two form factors to suit all players' needs, stage-ready and metal housing and premium fatar semi-weighted keyboard. That's on the Pro or the bigger model that we don't have that here today with us, the fatar keyboard one. Ultra portable USB powered with uh, capacitive keyboard. That's this one. And Uno Synth Pro offers everything the next generation of analog sound design in a smart format that fits any space or budget. Now, I do have to say, you can see there on the camera if you're watching it on YouTube here, that it is nice and small. It is perfect. Sits there absolutely perfect. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see I put a video up of this and you can see how nicely it sits in my studio. Hashtag check out my Instagram. <laughs> I don't know the actual URL. Just search for Emlyn in the mix. You'll find it, I'm sure. Anyway, let's have a little read here. So huge real analog sound, three continuously variable wave shape oscillators with PWM sync, FM and rig mo ring modulation. You got dual filter design, a new SS1 filter plus the original Uno synth filter for 24 possible modes, including serial and parallel routing, massive sonic flexibility, full ADSR envelopes plus LFOs and modulation matrix. Powerful control, 256 user-editable presets, onboard arpeggiator, and 64-step sequencer with automation. I'll show you some of that today as well. Onboard effects, 12 studio quality effects in three simultaneous slots. Modulation delay and reverb plus true analog overdrive. Advanced connectivity, noiseless balance outs, USB MIDI and CV gate IO plus audio inputs to filter effects or outputs. Now, this is a beast. There's the model there, the keyboard model, which you can see with the Fatah keyboard bed. And it looks really nice. There's a picture of it there. If you're looking again on the video, sorry to the podcasters. It just looks really good on the Studio Desktop. It has a very nice uh, aesthetic and it's not too big. Okay, well, you haven't come here to know how it looks. You want to know how to sing sounds. So let's just get stuck into it. So let's just have a listen. We've got our first preset here. It sounds pretty damn good. So this is called the one. So I'm using the desktop edition. You can see I've got the key bed, which is sort of like this... Uh, touch sensitive sort of thing which is actually pretty good in fact what makes it a bit better because i do have it hooked up via midi here which you'll see so you can see the light lighting up there as well now one of the 
things I must say that I like about the desktop edition is, of course, the size. The size is miniature and it has proper connectivity. You've got MIDI in, MIDI out. You've actually got proper connectivity, TRS uh, jack outputs and your CV and so forth like that. But one thing I do like about these touch-sensitive keyboards like this is you can really... You can do really quick notes like that, which a bit harder to do on the keyboard, which I'm doing down here. Got a beautiful filter. Let me show you the filter. Bit of resonance. Pure analog sound in a very small form factor. I'm I'm actually really impressed with this. Now, what I'm gonna do now is I'm gonna play with the oscillators. So you've got your three oscillators here. One, two, three at the top of this synth, and I can actually change each oscillator's shape, wave shape, like that, over to ring modulation, and get a totally different sound with this one preset here. Sync, you can sync them like this. You've also got a mix for each oscillator, so I could turn down. We could turn down particular oscillators, so we've only got one oscillator there, all three oscillators. Turn the noise up or down. And the filter just works across that. You've actually got a dual filter as well. Change the envelope of the filter. Envelope amount. Change the spacing of the mix those filters. It's really good for learning synthesis, really easy to just change the sound. I know you have to, there is a bit of page, you know, diving, but it's not too bad because obviously they've done their best to give you all the basics on the front panel here as well. You've also got LFO as well. We can change the shape of the LFO, change the speed, you can hear it there. Sync it. You can hear it kicking in there. This also has some really impressive effects on board as well. We jump down to effects here. You got a drive, really good sounding, really good sounding drive. Modulation effects, delays. And you got reverb, we can turn those right off so we get a really dry. Really dry sound. Your matrix is here with your modulation in, source, destination, and amount. Amp envelope, which is your attack, decay, sustain, release. So I'm going to change the attack. Change my release so it's just infinite or continuous. So you can see how easy it is to really mess with your sound. But perhaps you want to hear some more presets, so we'll just go through some. Now you can dial your presets across and just click them in to get them, or you can... Or you can actually just press the numbers down here. Really good sounding. A monophonic sound there of what's that one called? Bass. Some fantastic presets on here, by the way. I'd love to know who actually made them. I'm sure it's on the website. And I'm sure they had some great collaboration on that. How good is the effects on this, too? Like, 
just an all-round, just such a good sounding synth and such a nice uh, output as well. Like the output is actually quite good. Like great pads. Now there is there is actually a an editor. I don't know if it's available now, but there's an editor coming out for this, which you'll hook up via USB. You'll be able to edit uh, in software mode as well, which is pretty cool. I just love the ease of messing with it as well. Just so easy to really get a different sort of, you know, sound. Because it's pure analog, strings, pads, leads, basses are all going to sound amazing. Now we do, of course, we have an arpeggiator on board as well. So you just press up here. And of course I can play the keyboard as well, not uh, with my setup at the moment, not as easy, but I can obviously play it here. It's a bit harder to play like that with the arpeggiator, but it can be done. cool just really innovative and nice and easy i mean that's just a typical arpeggiator i don't want to get too excited i love arpeggiators of course but you know it's just nice it just works it does its job there's also a sequence on every preset as well much like the uno synth so if i press play here it's just going to play a sequence Sounds a little bit detuned, that preset. Let's jump across to a different... I think I might have detuned it when I was messing around with it. But here's another sequence, for example, with polypluck. Interesting. And you've got your modulation over here, which can control various things. Obviously, that's controlling a filter. I'm seriously telling you guys, this is a fantastic, fantastic paraphonic synthesizer and so small form factor, hands down, honestly. And again, I don't I do not do this so I can try and sell you things. I don't get any kickback. I'm getting so excited, I'm knocking my microphone. No, but honestly, this they nailed it with this. I'm actually so happy with this version of the desktop. I'm actually going to be getting one because it's freaking amazing. Like it sounds great. It's got a small form factor. It hooks up really easily, has proper 5D MIDI. You got your CV input and output as well for, you know, further connectivity. And it's just, it sounds really good. Probably my only criticism, which I haven't given it any yet, which I should probably do, is that when you get this, it doesn't actually come with a power supply. And it's not battery operated, which I was I found very surprising. I thought it was at least going to be battery operated because it's such a small, you know, sort of thing. And I'm so used to getting now, it seems to be battery operations coming back, you know, taking things portability. But it is very portable. It's very light. It's very easy to pick up and just grab it and chuck it in your laptop bag. It, it's just on the point of being a little bit too big for my laptop bag, but it does fit. And... 
It sounds great. I feel like it's everything the Uno synth was meant to be, and they've just... IK Multimedia have just stepped up their game with this. I can't wait to actually... What I will do on this channel and on the podcast is I'm working to get the bigger version here so we can at least do a review of that one as well because I'd love to do a comparison of this desktop and the bigger one. But hands down, you know, uh, besides those the small bits of criticism there with not coming with a power supply and the power supply of a USB, there is, uh, and this is, might just be my own issue that I'm having here in the studio, there is a little bit of noise on the power supply in this unit. That's my only criticism. There's a tiny bit of noise. And it, again, it may just be I've got, a, I've got a loop circuit here or some kind of noise coming through. But I always find on these USB-powered things, I do get that noise. So if that's an issue for you, that might be something you want to just check out before getting this item. But other than that, the sound is amazing. Very easy to change. It has incredible. We've only looked at eight presets. I mean, look, if we go back to get out of sequence, go to preset, you've got 256 presets, right? With user presets as well up the top. But, you know, we just got anything. Abaddon, why not? Why is it ABBA? I don't know. But anyway, ABBA done. ABBA released an album just this last week. Can you believe it? After 40 years. And now we're celebrating the Abaddon preset. I don't know what I'm talking about. But the, the sounds are they're great. They're all there. They're everything you wanted. Great sounding presets. Glass keys there. Awesome sounding leads. And really good sounding effects, you know, pumping that distortion up. And an incredible sounding filter and hands down this is a great now we don't do we don't do uh reviews normally in terms of you know giving it a score on the podcast but if i had to score this this is a definite nine out of ten item it is really well done i really love it and as I said, I'm, I'm definitely going to get one. So there you go, guys. I hope that was good enough for you. I know it wasn't a full in-depth video, but we will be touching more on the presets in some updated videos on YouTube in the not too near distant future. If you haven't subscribed to Emlyn on, on Emlyn in the mix or he's on top of the mix, who knows? Emlyn in the mix on YouTube, then definitely do so right now. Hit subscribe, hit the bell notifications because I'm going to do some more in-depth videos on the presets on this uh, beautiful piece of gear. And that's it, guys. Thank you so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast and you want to leave a review, I would appreciate that muchly. You can do that simply through the iTunes app or I believe you can even do it on Spotify as well if you, if you are listening to this podcast there. And again, thanks so much for joining me, guys. Until next time, you know what to do. Peace out. Boom. This is Emlyn from Emlyn in the Mix. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Emlyn in the Mix, today. For more audio, mixing, unboxings, reveals, awesome equipment, audio technology, what more could you want? Emlyn in the Mix on YouTube. Subscribe today.